0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the I'm Not Ready podcast and I'm your host Ayatollah Olan Rewaji. Here we chat and share stories on interesting topics about life and some unplanned situations that we may find ourselves in. See what lessons or teachable moments we could draw from them and how we can help others be less unprepared for related situations. And sometimes we pretty much just unwind. Yeah, because we need it. Today we'll be talking about surprise second family and you see why I call it that in a moment. And this with me today is my good friend John Onumiya. Amongst many beautiful qualities and roles that John plays in life is also a husband and a father. These qualities are front and centre to today's topic actually so it's pretty cool to have him do this with me today. Hello, John. Thanks for being here.
1: Hello, Ayo. Hello, everyone. I'm honestly so excited to be on your podcast. I've been waiting to hear this podcast for a long time. (laughs) Imagine that I'm actually a guest on this. And this topic you have today is something that needs to be said. Thank you for having me on here.
0: Mm. Thanks for doing this with me. I am so happy and grateful. So like I said, surprise second family. I'll share a story I heard recently. It's reportedly a true story. So I've taken the liberty of changing the names to avoid exposing potentially real characters. So let's call the couple Mr. and Mrs. Phillips. So Bayer Phillips and Sarah Phillips. Bayer was said to be a civil servant while Sarah is said to have come from a wealthy home and in addition also holds a really good job the couple got married about 14 years ago but the marriage has been childless but earlier in the marriage about four years into the marriage sarah thought of buying a landed property and she discussed this with Bayer to say oh i want to buy so and so to which he told her oh okay since we intend having kids in the future how about we buy this property in the name of a child we intend to have in the future so she agreed and they both agreed to name the child Tolu. So they brought, bought the, the property in Tolu's name. So Tolu Phillips. And years later, Bayer also encouraged her to buy more properties in the child's name. Unfortunately, recently, Bayer was involved in a ghastly motor accident where he passed. And that, I think that shock was not enough. The second shock came for Sarah when at the funeral, a second family shows up. A woman showed up with two kids. The older one was about 11 years old. And guess what the name is? Yes, Tolu Phillips. She claims that Bayer's responsible is the father of these kids and this is where the third shock came in. Because Bayer's family threw their weight into this matter and said, okay, since these are Bayer's kids and the properties are named after one of the kids, well, you have to relinquish all of these properties. Like, that is pretty much The summary of the story and at this point I can only imagine how distraught Sarah would be I mean you can't even begin to describe it because she would have more questions than anyone can ever provide answers to but having heard this story John this is where I come to you as a man what's the first thing that comes to mind what's coming to mind about the story
1: ayo first of honestly reality is more shocking than fiction. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine these are the things happening in real life? It's amazing. I I can't imagine what she's going through. You Mm. said something that is very recent, but my condolences to Sarah, whoever Mm. she is. Yeah. It's something quite challenging. As a man, I guess I'll speak from the male perspectives. It's just sad that... We have to go from an angle of maybe, maybe the husband saying since they couldn't have kids, he'll go out to have other children. Mm -hmm. I've been married for almost nine years. And as you introduced me, I have two kids. Yeah. Shocking thing is people are still saying, when is the third coming? We already have two, (laughs) a boy and a girl. People are already saying, when is the third coming? I cannot imagine what Bayo and Sarah went through. Mm. I, I can't imagine. It would have been great if we even knew maybe the tribe. And yeah. we might be able to touch a bit more on, it, you know, our culture, certain tribes. The mm-hmm. emphasis on kids is just something else. And then men have this idea ingrained into them about their legacy, their mm. legacy. So I can imagine. It's not an excuse, but yeah. i just love to hear certain more details about where they are coming from to have a better perspective mm-hmm. i can't imagine the the pain they may have gone through or the pressure they faced both male and female but okay. it's a scary thoughts to think you pass away right? and yeah. the family come now not I, I don't know if it's true or not mm-hmm. I, I have no idea if this is true or not but it's scary if it's true and if it's false well, maybe that's even scarier whichever the case may be it's actually scary but i can understand the pressure coming from our culture regarding having children 12 years that's a long time that's a long hmm. time I-
0: right right okay we having heard what's going through your mind looks like you've even touched on some of the questions that i would have as to okay what you think about a childless marriage for that long because you basically touched on it about how culture plays a huge part in what bothers other people even if they can handle it it looks like the fact that your family will be on your case will be an issue as well
2: okay absolutely, absolutely. Yeah.
0: okay so you'd also agree with me now that there are some people who want kids they love kids in fact, that may be the reason why they got married in the first place. But for whatever reason, they've been unable to have kids of their own. So what would you suggest that people like this can do in order to still have a quality marriage?
1: Ayo, first off, honestly, reality is more shocking than fiction.
2: Mm-hmm. Can you
1: imagine these are the things happening in real life? It's amazing. I, I can't imagine what she's going through. You mm. said this- Something that is very recent, but my condolences to Sarah, whoever mm. she is in life. Yeah. It's something quite challenging. As a man, I guess I'll speak from the male perspectives. It's just sad that we have to go from an angle of maybe, maybe the husband saying, since they couldn't have kids, he'll go out to have other children. Mm-hmm. I, I've been married for almost nine years, and as you introduced me, I have two kids. Yeah. The shocking thing is people are still saying when is the third coming? We already have two, <laughs> a boy and a girl. <laughs> people are already saying when is the third coming? I cannot imagine what Bayo and Sarah went through. Mm. I, I can't imagine. It would have been great if we even knew maybe the tribe. And yeah. we might be able a bit more on You know, our culture, certain tribes, the mm-hmm. emphasis they place on kids is just something else. And then men have this idea ingrained into them about their legacy, their mm. legacy. So I can imagine, it's not an excuse, but yeah. I just love to hear certain more details about where they are coming from to have a better perspective. Mm. I can imagine the, the pain they may have gone through or the pressure they faced both male and female, but okay. it's a scary thoughts to think you pass away, all right? And yeah. the family come now. Not, I, I don't know if it's true or not. Mm-hmm. I, I have no idea if this is true or not. But it's scary if it's true, and if it's false, maybe that's even scarier. Whichever the case may be, it's actually scary. But I can understand the pressure coming from our culture regarding having children. Twelve years—that's a long time. That's a long mm. time, man.
0: Right, right. Okay, we haven't heard what's going through your mind. Looks like you've even touched on some of the questions that I would have as to, okay, what you think about a childless marriage for that long, because you basically touched on it about how culture plays a huge part in what bothers other people. Even if they can handle it, it looks like the fact that your family will be on your case will be an issue as well.
2: Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. okay, so you'd also agree with me now That there are some people who want kids They love kids In fact, that may be the reason Why they got married in the first place But For whatever reason They've been unable to have kids of their own So what would you suggest That people like this can do In order to still have a quality marriage so
1: think... You're correct, are you? You're correct <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if you read books on relationships Do you do that by any chance?
0: Oh, I used to
1: yeah, (laughs) Honestly, for every relationship, that is a standard. You start with what is called an infatuation stage, what you describe Mm now, infatuation stage. But you always go out of it. Maybe there are a few outliers. Most of us, you will leave the infatuation stage, 100%. It's now planning in advance for what you should do when you leave the infatuation stage. In the infatuation stage, you walk back and forth for miles, mile 12 back to third mainland bridge you say let me walk you back to your house walk there walk back walk back," because you don't want to let each other go that just just pause from the heart Mm -hmm. when that stage passes on it's not going to be happening you said let me let me order uber for you so you can (laughs) so that's that's standard you understand that's normal
0: (laughs) right communication is very important Mm -hmm. interesting okay so now away from the childlessness and what to do now? I'm thinking of the property. Like first, Perfect. start with. It wasn't necessary. It's our money. It wasn't necessary to say, okay, buyer. I want to buy something. Why can't she just choose to buy it herself without reaching out to him?
1: <laughs> I, I know some of your listeners will attack me on this,
0: <laughs> but
1: I, I believe yes, people are entitled to their own opinion. One, mm-hmm. I will share my own opinion before I even started dating my wife, one of the things I asked her was her perspective on finance, right? In a married relationship, who is in charge of the money? If my wife had said something, a number of our women say, the man handles all finances, the woman's money is her money, I would not even have dated her. Mm -hmm. Because that's my own understanding of finance. Finance in marriage, I believe you should work together. Meaning everything that comes into the home, you plan together right from my perspective yes she should have told her husband okay that if that's how their marriage was from the beginning mm-hmm. so if they say her money is her money then in that case they've already agreed that she does not need to tell the husband okay. i'm just speaking for my marriage right i don't know what Bio and sarah's marriage was like the fact that she told mm-hmm. him i'd like to believe it was a relationship where, on some level, they needed to tell each other about these things. More like my marriage, not others. But everyone should please know in advance <laughs> how they're going to handle their own finances in their marriage. Yeah. That's their own marriage.
0: Right. So this, this basically still boils down to communication, what you discussed and agreed upon. Yeah. Okay. So I have another question. You said, okay, I want to buy property. It's not about this. Imaginary situation now that is buying something for a child that you don't see, and someone advises, Oh, I think we should buy for a child that is yet to be here. Like you mm-hmm. give advice in the first place.
1: Ayo, beautiful question. I think the best thing to do is probably consult lawyers, but without legal input, one of that's one of the mm-hmm. things I'm actually doing to research into. I don't think okay. there's a big deal, honestly. I don't think there's a big deal in planning for your unborn child and planning as they did for a property, so to speak. I think it's fine. But who knows? By the time I do more research, I now discover that it's it's the dumbest thing to do in the world. But until (laughs) I discover that, I think it's fine. It gives you something to work towards. It helps you start allocating certain portions to the child well in advance before they are born, which lets that start compounding early enough. Einstein, I believe, said that compounding is the eighth greatest wonder in the world let things start compounding as early as they can I, I support that but when i do consult a lawyer who knows what my view will be then
0: okay now you mentioned lawyer and i'm like lawyer like marriages are supposed to be sacred isn't it and people go like the moment you have law involved then something is off so <laughs> i'm saying that people should have lawyers as a part of their agreement for, for, for marriage, like when they are trying to make certain decisions.
1: Before I answer that, let me ask this question. Mm. Why go to the registrar?
0: To get that, a certificate.
1: That's a, legal, <laughs> that's a legal document, right? Yeah. In terms of how we feel the emotion should take over, I think there should be some element of documentation and writing. Some people do contract for themselves. They put it in their home to remind you of what is expected. I believe it would be great that we have lawyers involved, maybe even family lawyers. I know it's Mm. not really part of our culture at the moment. Hopefully it will be more so because I think when you start being responsible for someone, you have a life with someone, you start accumulating assets, it needs to be penned down somewhere.
2: Mm. In
1: this story now, which is why I'm saying I would have loved to know their tribe also, maybe from the man's tribe, males are the ones that have all the property males are the ones responsible for everything regarding assets once he dies the wife may be cut off altogether but that may not be by your view and if it's not now that he's dead who is going to tell the world what his view was Mm. i think this is the beauty of having a lawyer someone to speak in your stead when you Mm. pass you need someone to come and say This is what he said, it's written here, he signed it. This is legal, this is binding. You cannot take everything from the wife. You cannot take everything from one child. I I think it's a brilliant idea to have some type of family lawyer. Even though I've been married for almost nine years, I'm still trying to search for my own family lawyer, but I know that assets should be assigned to people as soon as you can assign them. When you pass away, all those assets don't randomly go to a or the bank they just keep it and spend it on their staff or mm. wherever it may be at that point in time i think it's a brilliant idea hopefully it will catch on very soon in our culture hopefully hopefully, hopefully. because
0: <laughs> when it comes to money and property uh i think that's always a very a somewhat sacred topic for people absolutely just, yeah so it will take a while but when you see the the benefits the many benefits you can get from this and how lots of people can get to keep their homes and their properties when certain things happen then may, hopeful maybe All right and
1: sarah was one making most of the money correct yeah yeah imagine she is now the one that puts in most of the investments to get that asset and someone call comes and says she's not entitled to anything oh so hurtful
0: true True, but you know, even in our culture, it's always that thing where you're expected to still be sub. Oh no, yeah, right. I mean, I think I should phrase that properly. But when it is okay, you have you have money, but no, you should still be submissive. Give it give it out to your husband. It belongs to your husband. Doesn't matter, you know. Even though you have this, so it just feels like maybe she's just trying to conform. Especially because there were there were no kids in the marriage. So you want to be like, okay, at least if I have money, that would suffice in a way. And it wouldn't seem like I'm not a good wife. I think. This just me. You
1: it's know what? I, I agree with being submissive. I even agree with, okay, you can give, meaning it belongs to both of you. The husband is not excluded, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Our husband is now dead. <laughs> right. is you are not submitting to the dead man. Your contract is annulled once a party dies till death do us part. (laughs) Now, (laughs) as she has put in all that work and she has put in the bulk of the investment, she should also enjoy what she has worked for. The husband has gone. But I I think, as you mentioned, hopefully, if this is something that is picked up in our culture,
0: Mm -hmm. it will
1: help avoid some of these things. It's just a, a story that I hope we'll not hear much of
0: it's a big amen for that because yeah okay (laughs) i'm taking notes at this point now because it looks like it's getting really serious so i have another question this time it's about the child it's something that i think you've touched on but i just want to be clear on this one you're not going to give you're not going to name it after a child that is unborn or any other imaginary name but okay we're going to buy this property especially when it's a woman that's trying to buy the property now like whose name like, she's the one that has the money and she's the one that wants to buy it. Whose name goes on the property? Is it buyer's name? Is it Sarah's name? Whose name should go on it?
1: <laughs> I, you're asking very beautiful topics or questions, rather that will touch a lot of people in painful areas. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, love, I love those questions. Now, the assumption is we agree we're not naming or giving the name of any of these properties to our unborn child. Who should now have the name on that property. Mm. I will go back to what I said before. First, communication is key,
2: yeah.
1: right? In your marriage, I agree what you want to do. I agree mm. your marriage. For instance, a number of assets for us that they're in my wife's name. They're not in my name. Okay. The car we drive is in my wife's name. It's not in my name.
0: Mm. Oh. That, that's
1: our choice. Okay our choice but i do come from a family that we don't exactly believe if i pass away they need to come and collect property <laughs> away from my family. family and my wife and i yeah. are comfortable with the way we name who has what assets is it possible that something goes wrong in the future absolutely absolutely and if she goes off with all those assets it may be painful but i'm okay with those things their assets they're just i don't believe in divorce i i did not get married thinking oh, one day i'll break up if this happens No, nah, I, I don't believe in that that is where i'm building a marriage from that we're going to be together but right. i am i understand anything can happen i am not those assets i recommend that everyone getting married agrees on what they want to do and they also look to the future to determine if something goes wrong which is where we bring in the other point we made about having a lawyer involved. The lawyer Mm. will be able to advise you. Now it may be property to have it, for possible to have it as a family name, I don't know. And in the case of a breakup, this is how you will split it. That may be Mm. feasible, I think, through a lawyer. You would need to agree in your own marriage, how should we do this? That is why I believe everyone should do communication, is is the foundation really i agree mm. communication trust i guess because for you to communicate properly and now say it should be done this way you're trusting each other that okay each party will actually live up to the expectation or what is spoken Assuming assume you don't have anything written down that is legally binding
0: right
1: yes that's my perspective on it wow
0: that's that's really a lot because i was well, hearing the part of oh my, it's my wife's name that like, on social so, so property and that i'm like how many nigerian men would actually let that happen i i don't know i don't think it's common yes i know there are people that are like that but i think this african ego thing is almost everywhere to the point that like, no, no 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 that's my car no that's my house
1: <laughs> I-, <laughs> I love that you mentioned that african ego thing because Really, who you learn from is very important. Very, very important. Mm. And I was privileged to do quite a bit of reading okay. because before my wife and I got married, I, uh, I heard a lot of, ah, she has a PhD. You don't have a PhD. we she <laughs> respect you? I heard it so often. And it made me oh. laugh. Really, the first two times, I thought these people were joking. <laughs> it now occurred to me over time as I spoke to more people that... Many people actually have that perspective.
2: Yeah.
1: A few people wow. may have had some bad experiences and they use their limited experience to group everyone in that category. She won't respect you if she makes more, more money. She won't respect you if she has a higher degree. And I said, okay, maybe that's them. But my experience with this woman I want to marry, she's not like that. She's absolutely nothing like that which is when it comes to the individual cases. Who are you learning from? Who are you with? I hope you're not marrying with your eyes closed. I, I married my wife. My brain was there. My eyes were open. I knew who I wanted to get married, which married to, which is not why I'm not married to other people's wives. I'm married to my wife, <laughs> who is respectful, <laughs> right? That ego should be, it should be destroyed. And I think that comes from where you learn. you learn from when you learn from people that have fantastic marriages they've killed the ego it's so much easier if you learn from people that have that huge ego that's now a challenge that person you know that there's a lot of work to do if they are willing to change and for some when they're not willing to change that's that's just painful yes the ego is there absolutely absolutely
2: Hmm.
0: I wanted to ask more questions on that ego part, but that's like another subject entirely. So I wouldn't Absolutely. go into it because there's been a ton of questions surrounding that part and it feels like I always find myself in this conversation. So don't worry, I'm not going to go into it right now. Just try and stay on track with Sarah and Bio. Okay.
1: <laughs> yes. When you're focusing on your ego podcast, can dive into that.
0: <laughs> okay. So for now, now the, the next question is basically because I feel like, okay, whatever has happened has happened, right? I mean, yeah. they've made certain decisions. She has decided to to buy these properties in the name of so on so. It's cool. And at this point, by a, okay, she should just grow in peace. So I feel like everything would have been cool until the part where the second family showed up. Like, this is exactly where the main drama started, you know, for me. I just feel like if they had not showed up, it would have Been business as usual, just grieve, heal, and move. But this person showing up just opens the all kind of worms. Like, do you think they should have shown showed up in the first place? Like, you weren't even here. You never mentioned anything, at least according to the story. So, and then you just show up as a surprise. Like, should you just remain anonymous? Why should you show up?
1: Ayo, another brilliant question. As I said earlier, I hope this is not real, but if it's true, let me take it from the wife's perspective. It's terrible that they're showing up at this moment. She's grieving. She probably needs some time to get over this before Uh the information hits her. Mm. However, let's take it from the perspective of the second family. What if the second family, the only breadwinner was Bayo, right? When we listen to the story from Bayo and Sarah's perspective, they seem like the heroes and the other family seem like the villain. Mm. However, Bio might might have been the one. Not if this was true, he might yeah. have been, the one, in a way, deceiving both.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: If we don't know what the tale is. What he told the other family, he might have been going for a walk for a while, and then now leave yeah. to have kids with another woman. It seems like a lot of time. Right. All woman may need as much assistance as possible. She has two kids, mm-hmm. and for her, I don't know who gave her the advice they may have told her that if she doesn't show up now, it may be strange to show up later. Maybe she even saw it in the newspaper or saw an invite, and she's wondering, could this be my bio? Mm. And She wasn't sure, so she showed up just to confirm, is this him, and discovered, we don't know the detail. Hmm. I think it's terrible that she showed up at this point. The second family, it it may be what she was advised to do, and, and it might be a shocker for her to maybe... She's grieving, I assume, and she's also meeting this other woman for the first time. Until we know people's stories, it's very hard to give clear answers. Is, is it painful? 100%. Yeah. But I think it's painful for both parties. Not to, we, we're not even talking about the kids, right? And the kids in the second family, we're not even touching that. Yeah. That's a level of shock on its own. Mm. Depending on the history, if they knew or they didn't know father has another wife so it's it's a sad situation i don't think it's right yeah But we, we don't know what the details were regarding this
0: but you know this is actually saying oh maybe she didn't know that he has a wife yes so what about this just outside of this for women who know mm. for women who know that oh this person is married obviously and that's why they remained wherever it was that he kept them and just choose to show up on this day like uh, wherever they will be splitting up in halves I, I want my share like you know and then you still show up on a day like this because i have seen situations where this has happened and i'm always like should you even show up like even if you would maybe go to the, the guy's family house or something why should you show up to the funeral and make the woman feel like her life is a lie
1: Oh yeah, that, that's another good point, Ayo. There are some women that actually know and okay. some of those women that know, I think they're still on that spectrum of some being, oh no, he's for me. I know he's married. I want him and I don't care. You have that. Mm. I still think on the other edge, there'll be some that they didn't want to. I know people that they feel what they're doing is wrong. or for mm. whatever reason, they keep doing it. I know there are some people like that. Right. They don't want to hurt the other person. Some have been told, don't tell them, you will hurt them, mm-hmm. even when they will bring it out. There are people that manipulated like that. True, it could be a scenario where she knew, but the advice she got was, yeah. This is the best time. If you go at any other point, no one will be there to listen. The shock will mm-hmm. it out in the media, they may hush you later.
2: Yeah, Who
1: are you listening to right. Yeah, I, I still think that that is key. We could have women that know, yeah, We do that, but the question now is who were they listening to? Listening to themselves, that one that felt I don't care about the other woman, listening mm-hmm. to somebody, that, even though you care, told you this is the she best of to... yeah.
2: the day
1: of media. Imagine, unfortunately, you go to a home and it's possible that they actually just silence you permanently. That happens for mm-hmm. people. Yeah, but so when you're there in front of the crowd, I would like to believe maybe you had a video man or whoever paparazzi. That mm-hmm. thing is going to wait. It blew up now. <laughs> the way we're hearing <laughs> about it right now, right? It depends on the information they gave uh. that told them what to do. It's, it's difficult. <laughs> in fact, just hearing it, it's a painful situation.
0: Very, very painful situation. Because you just you just look at someone who is grieving and then mm-hmm. it's like you start rethinking every single moment of your life with that person. Like you don't even know. I, I can imagine she wouldn't know. Am I supposed to even grieve for this person who basically lied to me our yeah. entire marriage and tried to con me? Because it's still con in a way you already know a child exists that bears that name and that's the one you chose to let us agree with or sway me to and then it's like cunning. So what if he didn't pass? So is it that one day you just wake up and grab all the property and go? So it still feels like something that was going to happen if he didn't die when he did, right? Mm-hmm. So if, you, you, you begin to get all this sort of feeling that, okay, now I'm going through this emotional trauma, but I still have to deal with probably going to court to fight over my property.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Nah, it's 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 a it's a weird position to be in. But you see Extremely
1: weird. Extremely. Like, like you
0: like you said, you said okay, maybe maybe the wife didn't know, uh, the second family rather didn't know and they were lied to. Yes, bio might have pulled up put up the thought that, oh yeah, no, it's my money, you know, yeah, I'm just going to work and he just kept this a secret. And but would he still have kept the same life in his own family and say, oh, this is all my money. It doesn't belong to my wife. Because I'm sure that from the get-go, for, for Sarah, who comes from a rich home and has that much money, you should, you should be able to tell that, oh, she has money. This is probably not bias. But now coming into the story to say, okay, no, we want all this property. It belongs to our son. It belongs to our brother. Like should It shouldn't even happen in the first place. Because you don't know the agreement in their family. You don't know what how they choose to divide their, their property and then you just come in and say you have to collect it because of so and so. It's even right for family to step in that way.
1: Ayo, another brilliant question. For the second family, it's possible that the guy has done it so well, bio has done it so well that they think it's his money. Hmm. It's very, very possible. I know a few people that pretend to be wealthy with someone else's money. It's, it's not their money by any means, but they wow. pretend. Maybe even the wife was someone who was free with her money, meaning the example you gave, yeah. they actually let the husband, bio have some change to walk around with because she makes more. Yeah. There are houses like that. Mm-hmm. He has money and he's spending it. Mm-hmm. He's spending it and spending it on them that happens in some marriages mm. the other spouse that is wealthier lets the other one have some control of the money the other person goes out and it appears as though they are really the wealthy one i know a couple that one works in an oil company the other one is not so well to do but yeah. essentially the husband appears to be the one in control of the finances oh. he may, but that's the way it appears through the world, if you do yeah. not know. Mm-hmm. I can see how that would work in a marriage similar to that, like Bayo and Sarah. The other family may have been deceived to think, wow, he's wealthy, he has all this property, can do this, can do that. Don't forget, in our culture, many people don't even let their spouse know how much they make.
0: Ha, right. <laughs>
1: right? And mm-hmm. that's for another podcast.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's why i had that long laugh (laughs) because yeah definitely no Mm -mm, mm -mm. (laughs) too too many discussions and it gets worse like it gets worse with the new the the, the new ideology oh no my money is my money no you cannot say this no yeah so people would rather keep that a secret yes absolutely
1: (laughs) It's it's easy to deceive someone else when yeah. even friends i guess i'm freer than most even friends
2: mm. a lot
1: of my pay slip when i was before i got married people knew what i was making. it was not an issue for me mm. but situation where your spouse doesn't know what you make
2: right
1: you may even be jobless but you get money somehow and your spouse thinks you're very wealthy that happens
2: true true that happens.
1: I don't fault the second family until we have more details. They may have thought it was buyer's wealth. Yeah, not but we know.
0: his family so, too, right? His family mm-hmm. would have thought it. Wow. But I feel like it's just a way to know because as a family, I mean, I know some people that as far you you know your person, don't you? You know your mm-hmm. person, and you probably know the family this person comes from. But then again, well, we you know what do we you
1: choose to do. <laughs> <laughs> <You laughs> We don't know our family members. Some of us know our friends more so. Some families, they are so disconnected. Right. Some people know what the other person does for work.
0: But I think that if you don't know what they do for work, then should you feel so connected to be be in in the right position to say, yo, you have to let go of these properties? It means you should still be disconnected to not know. Since you don't even know how he makes the money in the first place or if he makes the money.
1: Are you 100%... Most of our family members are only connected when money is involved. (laughs) (laughs) When when you're getting married, you see uncles and aunties you've never seen in your entire life.
2: Mm, When
1: your parents die, uncles, aunties, grandmas, you've never seen in your entire life, they start bringing all sorts of financial demands. When money is involved, Mm. real relatives and fake relatives suddenly appear from nowhere. (laughs) That is the time that they come. Ideally, what you're saying makes perfect sense. You you are thinking, yes, this makes sense. But somehow, in certain areas in our culture, we've allowed that room to say, when this happens, when this happens, when this happens, most of them are calling money. (laughs) Relatives.
0: Everyone just falls in.
1: The entire village that you're calling relatives. Relatives (laughs) are allowed to come and have to stay in your life
0: wow yeah it's true though it's true as far as culture goes i think i agree with you absolutely that, that, that should be worked on everyone should have and know their place to be honest
1: it, it really should and this is part of where the communication comes in if they were discussing with, with each other and they had good communication with their various parents mm. and maybe who the head of the family those people could have made things clearer on what happens if this happens. Yeah. Even who takes care of the kids if the husband and wife pass away?
0: Mm, no, that's that's a conversation that I, I don't think Nigerians ever have.
1: <laughs> no, no, we do not. But it's a major problem when yeah. it does
0: no, you're right. And it's weird that they don't have that. It's like it's so much. You're opening up like a whole <laughs> new dimension to this. Like it feels like it's a never-ending circle when it comes to this. You just keep going. You keep going. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. I
1: no, Ayo, what you're saying is right. There's just so much to learn, mm-hmm. which is honestly why I love this podcast. The podcast that exposes us to things happening where we can learn from it. Brilliant, brilliant. Mm. One of the reasons I like the major media is that a number just pours negative news on us,
0: right?
1: Pour it in our laps, and what that does to us, it makes us scared, it makes us not trust people, it Mm. makes us that nothing positive is happening. And some people like yourself, brilliant people, you come out, you bring that, and you help us learn from it. That's what we need to do. There's just
0: look at all of these compliments you're giving me when you're the one that's been dropping the wisdom nuggets all, it's only all because I'm, it.
1: I'm not saying anything that's why you're asking me questions
0: <laughs> no this is this is actually deep insights. to be honest like i feel that there are so many things that we don't consider as nigerians before before going into relationships or marriages that we just we just feel like we can wing so many things but it's important to know these things and these are things that you have actually touched on to to let us see differently away from culture away from from what it has been so it's pretty great i mean i i love that you're on this with me because i know this this is something that i would have been able to touch on in depth like you have done with your experience of course so you know as we draw to a close I just love you to share like your final thoughts on this topic all
1: right Ayo thank you for that thank you for the opportunity to conclude first I'll say thank you for sharing this story honestly until you shared it with me I had not heard this story hmm. as I mentioned earlier I tend to stay away from major news media mm mm-hmm of such negative stories but concluding thoughts I believe God designed us a certain way right Mm. loving relationship and that comes a lot from learning you learn as you learn you communicate Mm. I recommend that people learn as much as they can anything you consider to be important learn as much as you can especially something as important as marriage having kids there are just so many aspects to marriage. The same way you learn a lot about work, the same way you learn a lot about school, marriage mm-hmm. has more areas to learn about than any of those spheres. Learn as much as you can. Communicate as much as you can, especially with the person you do get married to, so that whatever challenges you face, you're together on it. Cool. We, we to dive into the what, what you do, when it's not happening with one person and the other person is not interested. There's so much that I'm looking forward to your future podcast to touch on. Right. (laughs) Many elements. (laughs) But I think those two, those two for me, learning and communication, they are key. Mm. If we stray away from who God designed us to be, Mm. we, we lose so much. And the only way you can know who God designs us to be is by learning. Learning. As you learn, you communicate with those that actually matter in this. And that communication is just another aspect of learning, right? You yeah. communicate with your words, you communicate with your deeds, and then your thoughts are transformed as you learn. Very important. Learning and communication, highly important, especially for marriage. And by the time you start doing that, I think it should just get better. And that, that's my insight of marriage. It's designed to get better over time, not worse. I know some yeah. friends say things like, oh, how can you stay with one woman for so long? <laughs> <laughs> another another topic for future podcasts.
2: <laughs>
1: and I think, yeah, learning and communication is part of what explains how you can stay with someone for so long. Mm. Right. I'm, what is I'm very
0: interested in that topic honest i'm very no i'm very in, you don't know how much how much i'm interested in this because it's a it's a conversation i've heard over and over again i've heard it so much so up until today mm. yes this so it's I'm, something that i've had to like say no you know you can but i don't have that experience to back it up so i'll just there. probably say things that i've learned things i've read about but hearing it from people that have been married for so long and for you like nine years oh that would be dope
1: i look forward to it i look forward to it too really those two learning communication i think it helps with so many things we have to know who god made us to be who he is what he designed marriage for and how to have the best with children or without children communicating with your spouse both of you work together two are better than 100 percent. it makes for Mm. a better marriage
0: wow wow thank you so so much i mean you know how much i appreciate you doing this it's it's been it's been a really amazing time and i think some of my takeaways will be to learn communicate and understand who god has designed us to be just like you said and I think many times we would find ourselves in situations that we're not ready for, but it's about learning, communicating your feelings, what you want, your expectation, etc. And it helps you to be more informed and ready for that situation or ready to handle it. Because so many things. I'm not even talking about negative things in life now. So many things will seem very easy, like oh no, I can wing it, it's just easy. But you find out that it's not as easy as you think. But mm-hmm. actually learning about it in advance would help us to to do better correct so thank,
1: thank you. absolutely right thank you so much Ayọ. as i said i've been looking forward to your podcasts i'm excited to be a guest on your podcast i look forward to the future yes. podcast that you're going to yes. be having and, and i hope that you're
0: going to be a regular guest that we can reach out to as often as
1: possible but i'm here i'm here at your beck and call we've been friends Yay. for a while
0: this is on record so it's going I, to be set there in the clouds.
1: <laughs> I love I love to learn from people. I love to share what I'm learning with mm. people. And I love to go back years in advance and discover, oh, what I thought I knew five years ago, that was nonsense.
2: <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> has changed. Right. I'm, I'm for Yo. Really, really. Thank you so much, Aya. Oh, thank
0: you. Thank you so much. So, that's all we have for today. It's been absolutely delightful doing this and so next week next week we'll be having a conversation about the single pringle lifestyle like i want to take a little break from the married couple it's it's, it's a bit overwhelming for single folks like me so yes we have been a conversation about single pringle lifestyle and certain expectations that young people have and you don't want to miss it so please tune in next week for it and until then thank you so much for listening please leave a review on wherever you get your podcast let me know what you think about this episode and if you'd like to hear more of this more on the marriage talk more on anything you want to hear just let me know this would in a way help improve the quality of this podcast i look forward to your feedback and for now it's been real